Today's topic, how to use Instagram for your business with Jay Franco. Welcome to episode one. Get, get, get ready to discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Folks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. Good morning. I am Joseph Paul Smile, the CEO of Smile Marketing Agency and your host for Smile Talks. Smiley Talks is super laser focused at helping you discover yourself, grow your business, and transform your world by connecting you to countless entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts, and professionals that are well experienced in business, health, or relationship matters. Jay Franco, the social media strategist and Instagram specialist. We have a podcast today on how to use Instagram for your business. How you can use Instagram for your business. So we're covering um, how to double your Instagram growth in one month, your influencer marketing and the history of Instagram, how to build an effective and strong marketing strategy, learn how to promote your courses on Instagram if you have any, and how to sell more products generally on Instagram. So, frankly, you're very welcome. Hi, well, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Perfect. Well, you know, again, my name is Jay Franco. I am the founder of Franco Innovative. It is a boutique media and marketing agency here in Houston, Texas. I currently have two employees, which is, you know, that's a a huge milestone for an entrepreneur. When you start having employees, you know, it's it's something to be very proud about, right? Because you're now the life source for someone's life. But it, uh, we focus on small businesses and we focus on branding and branding strategies. We love to tell our small business uh, uh, their stories and, and how really to cut to, through the clutter of this market. And especially when you're competing against huge brands, you know, how to differentiate yourself, how to stand out, how to, you know, tell your voice. And, and one of the ways is definitely through using Instagram. Awesome. Um, so we'll start with what's the history of Instagram? How did Instagram come about? Awesome. Yes, definitely. So for Instagram, Instagram started around two, 2010. So in 2010, Instagram launched uh, initially. And at that time, it, it really wasn't much of a differentiated platform. It was just another social media. I remember as soon as it came on, I jumped on. Uh, and as a marketer, you know, I'm always first to... Uh, jump on any trend and see what's going on and at that time it literally was just another so I came of my face and then you know we fast forward and we're Instagram and we're Snapchat and we're all these things now but at that time you know people were trying to figure out what Instagram really was going to be like and you were either on Facebook or on Instagram you were on both and then start, later on it started really becoming more evolved you know especially once after Facebook you know integrated with instagram it really changed what you were doing on a platform it no it was no longer you know just a facebook or or any other platform it was literally now something special something social something highly visible highly impactful so you know you fast forward to 2014 and 2015 the rise of the, the influencers you know when where the influencers here started really becoming 
is something to follow on Instagram. And then you started seeing these curated feeds and you started things becoming more purposeful. And Instagram went from being just another platform to being the platform that as a business owner, you really have to start focusing on and have to start growing on. And I know that we're now in 2018 and we have the feed, you know, we have to constantly create this amazing feed. We have stories, you know, and, and posting those micro snippets of your daily actions, of your daily everything. I know earlier you were like, hey, I just saw your story. You know, you were at church. I'm like, yeah, I just posted that. And then my feed, you know, Joseph, uh, before we came on, Joseph was like, oh, I saw your picture with your husband. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. We took an Instagram pic, you know, it didn't take 50 or 60 pictures it took two yeah. so luckily i've gotten so good at giving the phone to someone and say here do it like this point it this way and get it done so one and one picture and done right yeah and then we have um you know this, the highlights you know where you're able now to to store those little micro snippets yeah. into highlights you've got live you know and live has been really popping with influencers and with brands and it really gives a lot of visibility and traction to your account sure. you also have dm which dm is very important every one that is how joseph found me <laughs> <laughs> i get a lot of dms obviously i get a lot of requests all the time and, and and people are always you know sending me dms and so i go and i filter through them because you've got your original you know dm interaction where your followers that you're also following can can have direct conversations with you but then there's like that background mm -hmm. and and that behind the scenes messages that you can go in and really filter through the messages and then i i, I got this message from joseph and he's like hey i would love to have you on my podcast i'm like let me go find out who this guy is <laughs> So I went snooping around, made sure this guy was legit, you know, yeah. not some other poser or some crazy person who's going to ask me to marry them and move, you know, halfway across the country <laughs> um, because you do get quite a bit of those sometimes, right? Yeah. So DM is huge. DM is so big for your business. You know, you can really um, even add like a chatbot service so that you can get automatic responses to people that send you direct messages. Um, then we have video conferencing and video conferencing allows even up to four people to conference together and you can actually have it go live or you can have it in the background where people can yeah. really um, come together and start brainstorming on things like this. You know, like it, it, we actually did it all through direct message we we brainstormed the whole podcast we we send each other all the links we did everything through instagram dm so if people are saying well it doesn't work for me well it worked for us <laughs> right yeah and then you have igtv igtv is so new i i think people don't really know what to do with them with igtv but let me tell you it's very important to do igtv i, I know that it seems like a lot of content that you're constantly pushing out there mm -hmm. but igtv if you can do one video that you post just for igtv once a week or every other week believe me it will grow your following i as soon as i post a new video i get at least 15 to 50 like one five to five zero followers within that day within that few hours of posting and and there's a few you know little 
tricks to do to to get you more visibility but definitely it's so important to whatever instagram does whatever instagram tools are giving to you use all of them and finally you know we are currently sitting at 1 billion uh users we've got about 500 million daily 1 billion accounts and um over 500 million daily users on the platform we've got about 400 million daily stories stories as i said before you know i, I didn't really go really into them but stories that i i'm getting higher engagement higher visibility and higher interaction through stories and it really helps to build your influence if you're using stories as a business it, you know all the dirty work if you've got something on say for sale if you've got a, a discount on a product if you're launching something you put it in your stories people are more likely to find that mm-hmm. then go into your account then follow you so stories is the way to increase your growth it's definitely a growth hacking you know uh uh tool for instagram also that's a really long history of instagram <laughs> so um moving to the next what is instagram you know not just the history this time but how can this be useful to businesses yeah well talking back on you know those things those key things that i said previously you know building your business on instagram is so important right now uh it using instagram helps to one build your build your brand yeah. so if you're just starting off it is the best way to create influence to create traction to to create something this brand just came on the scene it's called tula t u l a it is a skincare brand and they are crushing it on instagram so much so that they've created these amazing stories they've created influence impact they're really creating their tribe this week is the official week that they launched in stores here in the United States across the nation and people are flocking to those retail locations to go buy these products it's a it's a amazing like probiotic skincare brand um so if you have a google uh instagram that make sure you know you go to @tula skincare it's amazing so it helps to really build your brand it creates like that um you know that that intensity right before you drop it you know and it just all becomes real you build brand awareness now that the brand is going in strong and you build your brand on that platform you continue to educate people about your brand so really building that brand awareness you know is another um key factor of, of why you need to use Instagram for business is to really build that awareness you know if people don't know who you are or what you do then how how are your clients going to find you right and e-commerce e-commerce has become huge on Instagram if you sell something if you sell ebooks if you sell clothes if, if you sell for instance that particular brand sell skincare you know it helps drive traffic to their website it helps drive traffic you know to what your your audience is going to find what you're buying or what what they're selling and going to buy from you so it's really important for e-commerce and i know that there are stipulations you have to have over 10,000 followers to to really have that shopify ability within the platform but if you don't 
have five uh ten thousand followers yet like for instance i have over five thousand followers but that doesn't stop people from buying my ebooks or or you know contacting me subscribing to my email list building and generating leads is huge for me so it really is it's very important to be on Instagram with your business because it really does generate leads and it generates audience and it generates your tribe. Um, and, and with that, you know, creating an influence, it, you really start building your tribe of followers. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, Instagram is also like that resource of information. So um, a brand launched something last week and a girl was talking to me about it she goes oh i think it's supposed to launch in stores i think it's supposed to you know be in store now let and and um i was with a friend of mine and she said oh it is i saw that on instagram today they posted on their feed that they officially launched and it's now available in stores so it it's your go-to resource for information if i'm going to buy something or if i'm looking forward to a, a premiere or a show mm-hmm. um on netflix like right now i'm really big into the house of flowers on netflix i followed their instagram until it finally released on august 10th and then everyone went to go watch it and now everyone's back on instagram talking about house of flowers so again you know creating influence creating influence um it's an information resource for commerce for consumers it's an e-commerce uh portal build brand awareness and build your brand so definitely those are those um why you should be using instagram for business awesome that's really cool so you know instagram now everybody wants to create you know um, an influence there so how can we explain influencer marketing and what is influencer marketing all about and let me also add how can people apply influencer marketing to their businesses absolutely well there's different types of influence on any social platform and you know when it comes to instagram there's the mega there's the macro and then there's the micro influence influencer for instance in a mega influencer can be someone who has over 1 million followers uh, has a two to five percent engagement on their post you know it comes down to having relevance reach resonance and motivation so for this particular mega influencer you're talking about like celebrities you know or someone who has huge social media status right so that's one type of influencer the second type of influencer is a macro influencer where they're a little bit more um let's see they've got 10 to 1 million you know 10,000 to 1 million followers right they have a they have a little bit more engagement with their people uh these people are best for aware if you're looking to to build awareness then you're going to search a macro influencer because they're going to help have your audience engage with your brand more create more awareness um their motivation is definitely money so they they do this for the money uh they they have a higher topical relevance they have a lower brand relevance they they seem to be to drive a little bit more of the audience reaction that you want from them and then finally you have a a micro a micro is anywhere under 10,000 they are more centric they can be they can really influence and drive engagement within the community 
let's say, uh, for instance, a, a local journalist or a, a local spokesperson for a particular cause here. I'm going to use Houston, Texas, because I'm in Houston, Texas. So let's say we have a, a local micro-influencer um, and it happens to be a woman's cause or a woman's, you know, right or, or something that they're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And you pair the cause and the micro-influencer to create an audience and bring an audience to your business. Mm -hmm. So if your audience is, a, if your business is a cause type of business, this is really good as for micro and macro influencers. So, um, you know, again, you know, they need to have reach. So it reaches the ability to deliver content to the target market. They need to have relevance. So make sure that you're not just searching for any influencer, you're searching for the influencer that's most relevant to your business, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you want the strength of that connection to a brand or a topic. So for instance, let's just create a scenario. I have a, a small salon here in Houston, right? And and I have a salon and everybody does hair and makeup and I want to partner with a influencer, but I'm not going to go, you know, partner with let's say someone who is the dog whisperer in town, right? Or the or the famous cake lady, you know, who everybody wants cakes from her and she's got over 10,000 followers. She's at a 30,000 follower. I'm not going to partner with her. I'm going to partner with maybe perhaps a spokesperson um, who has about 10 to 30,000 followers who's perhaps female who perhaps, you know, uh, had some kind of um, personal journey here. You know, she has a cause. Let's say this particular person works at um, Fox News. You know, and she happens to be a news anchor and she happens to, you know, have have, have had a, let's say, a family member uh, that had cancer. So then you want to drive and create this event uh, that drives people into your salon, that gives back to a charity that, that is, you know, um, a, a cancer sponsorship charity. You bring her along and she helps to drive people into your doors. So you want to make sure that the two... The, the influencer and the brand are very closely, you know, connected. Yeah. And resonance. Resonance is the ability to drive the desired behavior from an audience. So making sure that the influencer go back and look at what they've done. Go back and see what brands they've worked with yeah. and, and look at what, how much traffic, how much audience did they bring in? Because you can have a huge influence over here and you can pay all this money to them. Then you have an event and then they don't drive any traffic to your event. So, so resonance, like really, like how are they really resonating with that particular event, with that brand so that they can really drive the target market into your brand and engage with your brand, talk with your brand, buy from your brand. And, and that resonance is very important because if that person that influencer doesn't believe in your brand, um, then then that's where the resonance is going to be very low and there was no point in you spending all this money, right? <laughs> so that, that's very important when it comes down to influencer marketing is making sure that if you're a brand or if you're a business, making sure that you, you know how to identify which influencer is right for you and it's definitely through reach relevance and resonance that you'll be able to to skim through and say this is the ideal person that i want to work for work with all right that was a lot of information there
they, they reach the relevance or resonance. It's, it's a three-step thing for us to take note of. Okay, um, having known that, what are the goals that businesses should set for their Instagram? And what does mm-hmm. success look like? You know, how can the business say, oh, we are being successful or hey, we're not hitting what we want. So how can they focus on, okay, let's take the goals, let's focus on achieving this for our business, you know, Instagram page. How can they do that? Absolutely. Well, you know, success is very volatile as well as success is defined by like whatever someone thinks success is, right? So for me, I'm going to use myself as an example. I, in March of this year, I started with my brand, um, my personal brand. So I took my agency and I said, I'm not getting the traction that I need for my agency. And one of the things that, that we discovered through a case study that we did was that um, people know me. They know Jay Franco. They know what I do. They know who I am. I have a lot of influence. Um, so through that discovery, we realized, okay, so we need to brand Jay Franco as a brand. And, and that helps speed and generate leads into our agency. Because when people talk about Franco Innovative, they don't know who they are. You know, it's a, such a small little business. It's a boutique brand. It's only been in, in existence for about two and a half years. But we're really proud of that too, though. But when you're talking about, you know, successful goals in March, from March to June, I started off at about 2,000 followers. And this was through my personal account, you know, uh, and I set a goal for myself. I was never, I never wanted to reach 5,000 within those three months. I was just hoping to grow my account with 500 followers each month. So currently we're sitting at over 5,000. And so our metrics have changed. Our metrics are increasing engagement. So, you know, followers, engagement, brand to brand interactions and traffic to site is what we um, use as goals to success and then our goals are very micro so we make micro goals and if we achieve them then that's what success looks like to us so we're not saying oh like in one month we're going to scale to 10,000 and then if we don't make it you know then then did you achieve success you know but for us even a 2% growth and a 5% growth in engagement, that's success to us. If, if our community is really talking to us, if we're getting more engagement, but our followers have kind of, they're still, we're still growing, but if it's not as growing as rapidly, but our engagement is higher, then that's definitely what we want. We also go back into Google Analytics. I mean, not Google Analytics, the Instagram Analytics. We go behind the scenes and we watch and we track the click-throughs. You know, how many times they they clicked on um, the email, call us, and also the direct messages. How many, how many people are direct messaging us and creating conversations? And then following... Uh, Linktree is important also because Linktree really gives you a little bit more that analytics, like are they clicking through to your website? So we set small goals every month and if we achieve them, then that's success to us because in the long term, then where we want to be in one year, we'll get there. And if we haven't made them yet, we, we tend to kind of step back and 
review what we're doing, implement new techniques, and if they're successful, then that's success to us. So success is defined by what you think success is. If you want 500 more followers this month, then you've got to grind. You know, you've got to make it happen. But if you only have 100 followers right now and you gained 30 followers this month, but your goal was 100, well, think of it this way. You grew almost at what, 10, 20, 10%? Yeah, 10, about over 20%. So you had an over 20% growth, you know what I mean? So it's very important to really set micro goals and not be so caught up with big numbers and scaling big mm. and i feel like business owners will achieve more success that way yeah and celebrating celebrating the milestones because i know that when we hit 5,000, we definitely celebrated we're like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah starting with micro goals yeah I, I really knew what that means when i started growing mine i was like hey i'm gonna hit um over 500 followers and uh, I wasn't hitting it. I was like, well, what's this? This is failing. But later on, I got to know that, okay, I needed to replan. I needed to have a micro plan to grow my followers. And it really worked. It, it, it was all about content. So in fact, that's yeah. the next question, which is, you know, talking about generating followers, generating leads, what are the strategies you, you know, you suggest that we use to generate leads on Instagram? Because that of um, Facebook, that of um, Twitter, uh, you know, um, LinkedIn, they're all different. So what are the special strategies mm -hmm. that one can use to generate leads on Instagram? Yes, absolutely. And I'm sure you've probably kind of already analyzed a little bit on your own side, you know, trying to get, you know, that engagement, that lead generation. And, yeah. and I will tell you from experience mm -hmm. that when we were doing it for my agency, mm -hmm. it yes, we do get leads. But when we really started doing it for my personal brand, man, like we have so many leads now. It's insane. Like we, we're constantly getting DMs. So um, one thing that I really want everyone to take away here is that make sure that your bio profile is on point. Okay. So make sure that people can read specifically and exactly what you do and talk to people on your profile bio in a way that you tell people what you do without saying I. So I gave a class on Instagram a few months ago and, and that was one of the questions. It was like, yeah, but I put, you know, I, I help this or I help that yeah. and try to do it in a way where you're not selling yourself. So make sure that your bio reads something that says, this is what I do, why I, what I do, why I do what I do. You know, and, and really put that passion into that bio. So make sure that you have hashtags in your bio because Instagram changed that and Instagram now allows hashtags in your profile bio. And that really increased my followers when I, when I, as soon as it came out, I did it. And it did generate a lot of followers for me that specific week. It continues, I continue to be found through hashtags. So that's another thing that is very important. So make sure that your profile bio is on point. Your name is, is very clear. What you do or why you do what you do is very important. So make sure that you curate that. Use emojis in there. And then following up with like a link tree. I don't know if people are, are familiar with link tree. Yeah. It is a... Uh, pretty much a link it's just a link where you can branch off all of your social media platforms your website so all of those links where you want people to go visit 
your Facebook, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, your blog, your YouTube channel, all of those links, instead of just having one website, mm -hmm. you can actually put all those links there and people are more in tune to clicking. Uh, if you're, if you have a free download, put it in there. You know, if you're offering something for free, if you're giving something out, you know, put that link in there, you know, to that landing page, because I promise you that will help generate leads. Uh, people are really uh, engaging when you're giving something for free and you send them to a landing page, they type in their information, they put in your email, and then you send them over this PDF ebook or a one sheet or whatever it is. They're very open to giving you information, their personal information so that you can retarget them so that you can continue to have conversations with them off of the platform, which is how you generate leads. Um, tell your people why. So make sure that in your stories, you're telling your people about your story, about what you do, about your brand, that behind the scenes stuff. Put in if you have a, a discount or if you just launched a new product or if you're having a, a service at your spa, put in that story because when people want to learn a little bit more about you, they go into the stories. Once they've seen the feed, they read your bio and they're not really sure whether they want to email you or go to your website, they start looking through your stories. So if you really learn how to tell stories through stories yeah. and you put them in your, you put them in your highlights. And people start getting to know you more on a personal level rather than just the pretty of Instagram on your feed that is so perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and they really get to say, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to buy that product. So they click on the link in the bio and they go straight to your website and, and it does help generate those traffic. So it gives you referral traffic to your site. So, you know, using a link tree, optimizing your, your, your bio on your profile and using stories and and keeping them in your highlights that really helps to kind of that's like the sexy formula for lead generation on instagram awesome you know just generating leads of a pen it takes me to you know the search engine optimization when it comes to websites people like hey can you you know like clients might be like as a social media experts hey are you good in seo I'm like yeah sure this is seldom okay your seo your search engine optimization how can you now when it comes to instagram how can you you know tell us that hey this is how you can monitor your search you know your seo and how does it really i mean relate to instagram well it's it's difficult on a platform to seo right but for Instagram, Instagram makes it so easy to SEO your Instagram. You know, when you're offline, when you're dealing with your with, with your website, you know, you're, you're making sure that your keywords are on point. You're making sure that all your images have alt texts, that, you know, all this technical stuff. But you don't have to be an SEO guru to SEO your Instagram. It comes down to three things, Joseph. It's um, people, hashtags and plate. Awesome. So simple, keeping it super simple. People, number one, when you put a post and, uh, and I'm going to go back to my post because it's the most relevant. It's the easiest for me. It's off the top of my head. And we were talking about that earlier before we came on camera. Yeah. I just posted a picture of me and my husband. I tagged my husband in my post and it wasn't like a tag. I literally wrote it out in my, um, 
in my content. So I put my picture, then I put my caption. In my caption, I tagged my husband and I also tagged my church. And what that hap- what that does, it creates a tag to those accounts. And if you've never seen it on, I'm pretty sure you have, but just in case for the people that have not seen it, I'm going to go to my account really quick and I'm going to show you guys. So there's this little tag. Wait, this one right here. Yeah. This guy right here. And see people that like this account right here. This is a guy from Chile. He's some, he's a marketer from Chile. He likes to tag me in, in, in marketing things. Right. Yeah. So he can get discovered by that. So later on, I think I tagged you in one thing, right? Or a couple of things. So if you go into Joseph's, the little people icon, you'll see how those people, or you'll see me on, on that people icon. So not directly on his feed, but on the little people icon. So that's called the tag. And if you tag people and you want to do this, because in your caption, when you type out that beautiful curated caption with an amazing call to action that says, drop your favorite emoji, or what are you guys doing today? Or what's, you know, what's your Sunday brunch, you know, favorite hangout spot in Houston. When you do that, not only will you tag the other account and you'll be visible in the other account, but it increases your discoverability on the discover page for those hashtags and on the main discover page. So if you really want to grow your Instagram account, you start tagging people in your caption, not after you've posted and it tells you tag location, all that stuff. No, do it in the caption and that will help bump up your rank. Um, so I'll show you what I'm talking about. So there's the picture that, that uh, Joseph is talking about yeah. that I posted earlier, uh, right before you know I, I jumped on the call with him. We just got to church and this was a, a cute little thing. And if you go down to my comments, I'm gonna look at all these hashtags that I have. Let's say, I'm gonna click on Gram Gang just because it makes sense to me right now. And let's see if it pulls up and I'll show you what I mean. And I didn't rank for that one. Oh, here it is. So see, marketing strategist, yeah. hashtag marketing strategist. Okay. And there I am. Ultimately, I want to be within the nine grids. So I'm in the in the top nine, or actually I'm not in the top nine. I'm in the top 12. But ultimately, I want to be like up here in this area. So when people go and hit on this hashtag, let's say you, Joseph, you're a marketing strategist, right? Yeah. You're, you're looking for marketing strategist so you click on the hashtag and then you see that you're like oh what is this so people end up going to your hey to your picture and discover you easier so you start ranking in those hashtags so that's really really important to use people uh and that's a great way to seo within instagram now that we're talking about hashtags you want to make sure that you're using all 30 hashtags that Instagram gives you. And the reason why is because you will help um, get picked up by the algorithm faster and start being discovered in, in, in those hashtags. When we're going back to hashtags, let's go back and let's see if I can do another hashtag that I can show you. Let's go over gold chaser. So I clicked on gold chaser. I guess I didn't do much afterwards. And let's see. So if I start, if I click on the word yeah. life of an entrepreneur, there's my picture there. Same. And you want to be in the first page. You don't want to be 
in the you want to be in the top you don't want to be in the recent when you click on recent it gives you all the people that are tagging that particular hashtag but i have used that hashtag within the last couple of minutes or something so you want to always aim to be on the top to be on the top you've got to tag someone you've got to use a mix of hashtags that are both small and large a lot of people tag huge hashtags hashtags that have over you know 1 million tags and so what happens is as as you notice i kept getting lost in the clutter so the bigger the hashtag the more you get lost the more you don't appear on the discovery pages the more you don't appear on that type top 9 grid for instagram uh for that hashtag so it's really important to use a mix of both so that you can really optimize your visibility because that's what we want right we want people to discover us on instagram and then places when you go and you post your picture you put your caption in and then you go and you you can tag people and tag a place make sure you're always tagging your location location's always like it's kind of like geotagging on snapchat or geotagging on twitter or periscope you know you tag the location you're in so for that matter if you go into this post uh let's go back to that post again just because it's easy and it's the first one there if you go back to that post you can see that i was at lakewood church and that's where it's tagged and so if i go to the search and i press lakewood church if i go and I, and i use yeah. the search and i tag in lakewood church look i come up so it's very important to use location and always tag your location i know some people are kind of like oh it's kind of weird you know for me to tag my location i don't want people finding out where i am well if you're a personal brand like me i tag it if you're if you have your own business and you're using it for your instagram for business definitely use it if it's your own personal and private account then maybe you and you don't you're not really on Instagram to be discovered or to create a brand or or to brand your own business then definitely leave it out you don't want people knowing where you are every second of the day right yeah but you know people hashtag in places that's how you SEO your Instagram Oh, really? I mean, the hashtag is a big thing. The hashtag is really great. Yeah, really. it's it's a whole strategy in itself. So you know, I, it's too much information to go over. So I'm going to keep it like kind of like on that surface level because hashtags will take 20 minutes on a separate podcast just on its own. Oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, which um, social media tools do you use for Instagram, and why do you use it for your Instagram, you know, in generating and posting and engaging. Which of the social media tools, and why do you? Yeah. So for Instagram, you know, I, I tend to try to keep everything on platform, but to create and curate content and to really have a strategy because I, I don't just throw whatever picture that I just took right now and then I just throw it on and and hope it sticks. I, I I'm very purposeful in my content that I that I send out that I publish. So making sure that it's either in tune with a holiday or in tune with what's going on in my life or in tune with my blog or my YouTube, you know, video that just got released on the channel. So I'm, I'm very purposeful in what I do. So making sure that I plan everything out through planally. So if today my post was about if, if I send out my a blog post today, if I publish that today, then the picture that i'm posting on instagram today is about you know the the blog telling people that i have a new blog post on my site so um 
I, I make sure that I curate that really well. And the only way to pre-plan for all these things is by using Planoly. There's a couple of other schedulers and, and, and content, you know, schedulers such as Un, Un, Um, and I have them here. Preview app. So I'm going to show you really quick. Preview app, Planoly, and Anam. But the one I currently use for both Franco Innovative Agency and for my personal brand is Planoly. So Planoly allows you to pre-schedule all of your content, look at the way your grid looks like, and see if it works. Uh, so you you're really purposeful. So sometimes you know you people start throwing things out. And then you look at the feed and you're like, ooh, those two pictures didn't go together. <laughs> so you really want to make sure that you are intentional with everything you do. Yeah. And so Planoly has, is, is really important. You know, it's a very important tool that I use to grow my social media, uh, to, to grow my Instagram account, you know. And then there's InstaTrack. InstaTrack is a, it's kind of like a report card. Okay. And... I type in my competitors in there and I type in big influencers and I and I look through it. I don't have it activated right now because I, I don't I think I deleted it and I reopened it, but I paid for it. I just need to log in correctly. If not, I'd show you. But what it does, it's basically a report card. It gives you a, an A, B, C or D value. And it tells you what your influence is and how much impact and influence you're having on Instagram. So it kind of, it's like, it's like, like a grading scale. So it also depends on like how many followers are unfollowing you, how many people you're following. So it takes all of these little metrics and it gives you a letter grade. And right now I'm at a C plus, which is really good. Um, then there's like a D, D minus, D, you know, so everyone has different ones. So if you go to Gary V, he has an A plus, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then, so there's a couple of, you know, influencers that have like A's, A minus, you know, and so they, it, it really mixes your influence, your impact and your following and your engagement. It correlates everything and it gives you a letter grade. So I, I use that to just kind of track my my status, track how I'm if I'm growing in what I'm doing. And it also tells you what your influence is per per so many followers or per so many impressions. So it's really awesome. Then there's other content creation tools that I use. I use over font candy, InShot. InShot allows me to take the long videos. So I just, you know, put up the video on my on my phone and I start going and talking and going to town and then I take that video and I shoot it into in shot no into cut story and I throw it into cut story and and then it cuts my stories in 15 seconds so that I can put it on my stories and Instagram and then it looks like it like it just keeps going you can't you don't see the cut you know so in shot cut story hype type hype type allows you to create um, video content with words i i do that quite a bit sometimes for igtv because everything's vertical format so that's such a great tool to creating vertical format content and then there's unfold unfold allows me to make really pretty stories and layouts and and they're very visually appealing and it kind of give you, gives you templates where you just drop in your pictures and and you can really 
have visually appealing content when you create it on your stories. So those are some of the the social media tools that I use for Instagram and the reason why I use them. That is awesome. So what are the relevant metrics for tracking ROI on Instagram? That's a return on investment. People that are particularly focusing on business and not personal you know, use of Instagram. What are the the relevant metrics for tracking ROI on Instagram? Yeah, well, with, with ROI, with return on investment, when you are speaking in terms of social media, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Instagram, it's literally across all platforms. When you are talking about ROI and social media, you've got to really look at um, key performance indicators, and you've got to track them, such as uh, comments, engagement, followers gained followers lost engagement for following so you have 10,000 followers but only one percent of your following is engaging with you so that you're not being impactful so you're not getting that that lead generation that you kind of want so you or you're not getting that uh, influence that you want that you want there's no real financial metrics that are linked directly with social media so social media has to be tracked by influence impact you know comments engagement followers click through with instagram it's really nice that instagram gives you analytics and you can go back into the back and see your click through so if you happen to create a story yeah. And a, a, a real campaign and, and you put it on your stories you can actually see during that time period that your that your story went up you can see your engagement who viewed it you can literally see all of the metrics for it in instagram analytics then you can actually see how much how many of those people so if 300 people saw it and 40 people clicked on your on your uh, to click through to your website then you can really start analyzing the power and impact mm-hmm. of your campaign so you can start being very intentional and really start increasing your your return on investment so um you know it, it generated a few sales from those 40 people half of them you know made a made a purchase then you can really start putting all of that together and start seeing which stories what campaigns what posts are really driving more um return on investment okay mm-hmm. all right oh, wow. <laughs> next you know concentrate on the click-throughs the engagement per follower followers gained most engaged mm-hmm. tags hashtags and comments i really focus most times on the hashtags though and the comments <laughs> very important <laughs> track it roi so how can businesses you know deal with negative comments or you know you know everybody wants to maintain a good brand reputation so how can businesses maintain this brand reputation even even if it's like impossible <laughs> to have a good name 100 percent somebody's going to suddenly be like hey i hate i hate them you know somebody will be like hey i like them so yeah, yeah. how can a business maintain this you know good brand reputation and avoid you know having crisis with your name and on instagram and even other social media channels mm-hmm. 
Well, the first step in crisis um, communication is to have a plan of action. Okay. And before you even get negative comments or anything, make sure that your message, what you're putting out there is it's not going to stir the pot or it's not going to offend someone or it's not going to cause someone, you know, harm or in any way, right? So as a brand, it is your duty to make sure that everything that you say really fits those core values of your brand. So if your core value is integrity, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, innovation, if it's it, whatever your core values are, make sure that everything you say is, is directly correlated with your core values because when you're on point with your messaging and when they're really when you really have that structure of your message then you're not likely to offend someone or create havoc or create your own crisis for that matter i had a client i worked for no, i didn't work for but this client that i did consulting for had another another me another social media strategist on board so he had two consultants and one of them was in charge of we were in charge of do, doing different things for the clients yeah. and my thing was to create a lot of content and, and and visual stuff and and i also did more blogging and writing for the client while the the other uh strategist was doing more of the daily social listening and daily social interaction well he said something he shouldn't have okay and he posted something he shouldn't have oh. and mind you he's acting in behalf of the company and so immediately you know going back to those comments that were made this other company started bashing this company and then they got into this like whole thing and i had to step in and start cleaning everything up and say no you know we totally do this out of respect we you know we really value you we you know we admire you 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 guys are such a brand a great brand partner this guy didn't know what he was doing obviously you know we we made we had to make a a public announcement that that person was not a an employee of the brand that he was acting you know on behalf of the brand and for that reason he was already let go so that consultant was let go so we do have to make a, a public apology but when it comes down to you know crisis communication management you've got to have basic housekeeping rules Mm -hmm. Make sure you you know who your audience is, how you talk to your audience, making sure you have a brand guide of a message structure. Like pretty much a, there's brand guides that tell you your colors, you know, your uh, your fonts, all that stuff, but then there's also a, a brand guide for how you communicate, you know, that includes, you know, those core values. So making sure that you know, that everything that is said and done and published is within those brand guidelines that you don't say things that you shouldn't but you can't control the haters, right? And you can't control the trollers. There's going to be people that you don't offend. There's going to be people that just straight up go to your site really hard because half of the time the people that comment and make those kind of comments, they um they haven't even tried your brand before. They just don't straight up like you, you know? So it's really important to, you know, use softeners and and try to get them to engage with you. Sure. Um a lot of times I I my bachelor's and and mind you I have a couple of masters but my bachelor's was from a a college that didn't have the best reputation but the 
thing that I learned from them, from looking at their comments, is that they always spoke positive with their naysayers. So anybody that started bashing that particular university, mm -hmm. they always spoke well, and they always tried to educate the mass and educate the audience and, and tell them, well, you know, we really are sorry that you feel that way, that you feel like, you know, your experience here at this campus wasn't what it is. And, and they really had a, a, a plan of action. So having that plan of action, preventing the crisis before the crisis happens, making sure that you already have something set in place. So if, if they say something about us, this is what we're going to say. If this happens, this is what we're going to say. If a person that's representing our brand does not represent our brand within the brand guidelines, then then we need to have a response, you know, for that. And and that comes down to having a response team. And that's really big. Having someone that's going to go back in there and clean up the mess and also a whole team that's going to go work together to really put down the fire before this fire becomes and takes over the whole world, right? So we want to make sure that you do basic housekeeping rules, you have brand communication guidelines, your communication, your messaging is always on point, that you always respond to everyone. Even if they're giving you bad comments as a personal brand, if someone gives you a bad comment, re respond to them in a nice way. Put your core values always up front and, and, and straight on. And, you know, make sure that... Pre Prevention is very important and having a crisis response team, you know, someone in your marketing department, uh, your CEO, the owner, someone that, you know, and build that team together of who's responsible for putting out what buyers. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, you know, brand reputation is something that helps any business, you know, stand for. Absolutely. <laughs> rushing down to the, <laughs> rushing down to the. Right. To, um, to the fact that every business wants to, you know, get at the top, like you mentioned, the hashtags, the people and, um, <clears throat> you know, engaging properly. How, how do you check? Like you mentioned a particular, I want you to expand on how you do check and stay on top of the latest updates, innovations and new changes on Instagram. You know, you know, sometimes it's time consuming, but how do you, how are you able to do that? You know, you say you found out that we're using IGTV. How are you so quick to find out? You know? Yeah. So really quick, just to give it to you down to you in like less than 30 seconds. Um, I stay on top of Instagram of the press newsroom. So I tend to check back at least once a week. I check to, I tend to check, sometimes I check a little bit more often and they usually have articles or they post press releases of what's coming up, what's coming in the future, what's happening this week, what was launched, what was not launched. Another thing that I do is I, I really go straight to the source. I love to see the Instagram uh, expert, Sue B. Zimmerman. She's usually always posting her stories. I'm following her. So it's really easy for me to just check out her story. And if she has something to say about a new change on Instagram, then I go back to the, you know, to the press releases that Instagram sends. But, you know, look at other influencers, look at other experts. Uh, their stories usually tell you what's going on. So I kind of to do a lot of social listening. And, and that's li literally the way to... To stay up to date you know what is everybody else that is an expert saying because they probably know or maybe you know before they did and so it's very important to look at other 
influencers in the platform because they'll talk about those latest innovations first or you know go straight to the source go straight to instagram you know and go to all the press releases and they do a phenomenal job of keeping the mass informed so i i go straight to the source perfect perfect okay what are the best methods to identify what competitors are doing on you know on instagram let me say or generally on social media but what are the ways that you can be like okay this is my particular method and a productive method for identifying what competitors are doing and how i can you know get to that you know vibe that's on yeah i start with one thing and one thing only i observe okay observing is very important i look at what my competitors are doing i look at what posts gave them more the most engagement you know where are they what posts gave them like over 100 comments and why what what was in the feed or what was in the in the caption that drove that engagement so i start really paying attention to those things um look at all your brands you know it's it's okay to look at your competitors and, and, and steal ideas you know because it's okay to copy you're not copying verbatim you're not taking exactly what they did and you do it too and you take it in and you're showing the same thing you copy their idea you know and then you formulate it and you digest it you eat it up and say how can i make this better how can i use it for my business and how can my brand's you know story be woven into this idea you know this this what they just posted and so you know definitely engagement you know i i look at engagement i look at post feeds i look at likes i look at um their strategies i look at everything kind of like in the background so get in there and observe look at what your competitors are doing if you run your business by putting your head in the sand like an ostrich and you stick it in the hole and you just pump out content you're never going to get your audience to follow you sure. because you're just throwing things and you're hoping it sticks and then you don't nothing sticks and you're like why am i not getting traction why am i not getting followers well because you're not watching and paying attention to what everybody else is doing mm -hmm. to see i mean why try to reinvent the wheel right mm -hmm. we just look at what people are doing and apply those techniques to your brand because don't try to relearn a new way of creating you know influence and impact and an audience just look at what your competitors are doing what are they doing really good that's creating engagement that's really you know pumping up their comments and striving you know um their tribe get in there and look at what they're doing copy it and then make it your own wow so copy digest make it your own copy digest make it your own <laughs> also so okay i'll just hit this last question because it's really important any business whether small or big business they really need to know this what what are social media strategies and how can you suggest a business use their instagram social media strategy you know to make it productive hey i sell shoes or i sell clothes or i sell that i or this is the service i offer how can you apply the useful social media strategies i mean instagram social media strategies yeah well you know it's i wish i could tell you that it was as easy as saying i sell shoes and you can tell people i sell shoes every day and i wish that if you said that every single day people would buy from you right Yeah. But the strategy you've got to employ for Instagram has to be 
value. If there's one takeaway out of this whole podcast is that you need to make sure that you're giving before you're receiving. Okay. So make sure you're giving lots of value to your to your audience. Um, because when you focus on on value content, you you can increase your influence. You position yourself as the expert and the brand of choice. So if I'm selling shoes, as you said, right? Mm-hmm. I want to talk about, you know, how to make shoes more comfortable to wear, how to, I want to share with my audience, how, if you have a favorite pair of shoes, how to take care of them so that they last a long time, mm-hmm. you know, because by the time that you run out of your shoe sole, you know, you go back to the store, they don't have them on sale anymore. They, they, they're no longer in existence. This happened to me to a couple of, you know, my shoes. I'm like, oh my God, these are my favorites. And then I go back to buy another pair and they're gone. Right. And so make sure that you're teaching, giving value, giving, giving, giving your audience that and educating your audience, always, you know, pouring into your audience so that they can say, wow, you know, that Jay, she, she really knows about shoes. Let me go check out her website and go buy some shoes from her because you know what? She knows her shoes. So she must have some amazing shoes on her website. Yeah. And that's, that's it guys. That's, that's all it is. You know, it makes you genuine and it makes you have this very human approach. So people, you're not just selling shoes. People are like, wow, you know, I know who Jay is, you know, Jay knows how to wear a good pair of shoes. Jay knows how to, how to elongate the life of my shoe. And, and I feel like, like I connect with her. So, you know, give value. And that literally is the strategy, not just for Instagram, but for all social media. I feel like like in Instagram, you can really give value through storytelling. So it's, it's, yes, it is a different way because on Facebook it's different. Twitter's different. You give value in each platform um, based on, on the way we communicate on each platform. So on Instagram, it's highly visual highly appealing and highly storytelling so you know give value people that's what it's all about on instagram oh sure sure give value no value is everything in the kitchen we give value <laughs> yeah absolutely and make sure it's really tasty so that's value if if mommy or whoever is cooking doesn't make the food valuable you know have a good taste then is a big problem <laughs> so absolutely giving yeah. value to your followers on social media or whatever social media not just your instagram it's really a good thing to do you know tell them like like you already said jay you know tell them what to do how you can help them contents you know productive prolific contents to help whatever they do whatever service you render you know that can help them you know, be better in their business too. So thank you so much for, you know, you know, your answers. I mean, they're amazing. And thank you so, so much for having you on, you know, Jay. So we look forward to having you on a more about podcast though, maybe affiliating yeah. podcast. So um, thank you viewers and um, listeners. <laughs> and yeah. And for watching. And you can drop your questions, your comments, you can drop all that below and um, I believe that we have questions for you so you can email Jay Franco you know you can just message her we'll drop the link to her website we'll drop the link to her 
you know, page or Instagram, you can see her amazing Instagram page. So you can just <laughs> come on and drop your questions, whatever question you have, whatever need, you can just walk up to her. Direct message. Direct <laughs> message. So you catch up with her there and drop your questions. So she will, she's very open and she will help you in whatever business small big an agency gigantic business come on she got it all so thank you so much jay and it's awesome having you on we'll say bye bye for now bye thank you everyone discover yourself grow and transform your world here at smile with your host joseph paul smile